0: Good Morning, Morning, Millennials. millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. Oh
1: my god. I didn't even realize. It's so beautiful. It's Wednesday. It's hump day, which means that we're about to get over the hump and I couldn't be more looking forward to getting over to the hump and you're excited to hump someone you love, aren't you?
0: Oh yeah, it's hump day. Even though
1: do to do again 702 said still not supporting you bitches. Mm -hmm. And that is what it is. Mm -hmm. He's on strike.
0: He's at home with his father. Resting peacefully.
1: I love that for him. I really do. And you know, he's so distracting with his cuteness, and it makes us look like so busted and so unprofessional. Like, so I, I can understand that he's gone. I actually considered bringing Brew, and I think Brew is almost ready to start coming to the show. In an informal capacity. He's only been here twice. I don't think he'll, it'll be years before he reaches Dew's level mm-hmm. of calmness and professionalism. But I think he could, I think if he were to come, you would see a whole new brew. Because he's really matured in the last few months. And actually, in two weeks, he is turning one. Ooh, that's tough. I'm excited. I really am. Because every stage of Brew's growth has just been so beautiful to watch.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I actually haven't seen Brew in quite a while, so I don't really, I, I can't speak on his behavioral status. Um, I just do remember those days. Like, I was like, yeah, no, I could bring Theo, and, like, you'll regret it the second you get here.
1: Yeah, no, but that's how I felt the last times because he was so young. He was a puppy, but in two weeks, he's no longer a puppy. And I don't know, I just, I have faith in Brew. I really, I really do. He's it's whole,
0: inspiring how much you believe in him. He's honestly. He's a whole
1: new brew. I'm so excited for you to meet this man.
0: I can't wait to meet this man because the last man I met, Pete, in my house.
1: Well, he was a little boy. Twice, he was a little boy. He hasn't had an accident in a very long time. But and when he went away, of. he didn't have an accident. Like he's been really good, and he's Killing been trying him. to prove to me, like I'm ready to get to work. Put me on the show. I want to get involved. Well, there's I want to put kibble on the table. I'm like, brew, you're just a kid. There is a moment like
0: when a dog stops being a puppy and like it's like um there's like a visible difference in their behavior and it sounds like you've reached up pinnacle no
1: he still has puppy tendencies and like in the afternoon but starting at six o'clock on like he is a mature man
0: he's drinking wine oh yeah reading he the loves, newspaper
1: he loves a cabernet sauvignon after dinner
0: well speaking of cabaret
1: did you say cabaret cabernet
0: well speaking of cabaret i watched the real houses of new york this morning i forgot to watch it last night i was so Engrossed. Engrossed in the Olympic Village and so much happened in the Olympics last night. I didn't even feel bad, but then I woke up, I was like, oh crap, I forgot. And so I'm excited to recap that with you because we haven't recapped Housewives in like two weeks.
1: Yeah, we will recap it. I mean, it's so hard to care with everything going on on the television these it's days. It's so
0: hard to care about such a subpar show when literally the most premium historic content is being broadcasted and like, what, I'm going to choose to watch Real Housewives of New York? No.
1: No, but, but we did what we needed to do and, and we'll recap it even though I've already forgotten what happened. Hopefully you can remind I
0: mean, me. it's so fresh in my mind. I literally watched it, I swear to God, 20 minutes ago I finished it, so I'm a, I'm a well of knowledge.
1: That's perfect. And we have a lot of Olympics coverage. It'll be um, part of our first story because there's so much to discuss, so we'll get your thoughts on everything Olympics that you consumed. And other than that, I'm, tr- I'm starting to catch up on Love Island and oh. I know what I'm about to say is like so last week's news. Yeah, but go. But I just need to get it off my chest. Jeremy did not say that he and Amy were just friends. He did not say that. He said we're best <sighs> friends. And there is a big difference, because in a relationship you hope to be best friends with your partner, not just friends. Yeah, that and was like
0: stupid drama. So
1: I do think that, I don't think Florida lied. I think she just misheard and neither of them were lying. But then it's also weird that they won't call each other liars because they're like into each other.
0: Yeah, I actually like was surprised that there was rockiness between Amy and Jeremy because they're such a good looking couple. Like. What do they have to fight about? I don't know.
1: They could just look in the mirror all day and just be so and pleased. And smile. Yeah.
0: So I, I agree with that. That was like a really dumb. There was at some point last week like a lull before Casa More. It was just like the same people like trying different things with the same people. Uh-huh. So it definitely needed the refresh of Casa More. even though like I hate that I have to watch new girls. Um, but you're currently in like the stage where it's like they're definitely getting Stockholm Syndrome. Like same people, same thing every day, same, same, same.
1: Yeah, so that's just where I'm at. I really want Jeremy to find love because, like, I just want him to stay on the. But he's, like, really not into anyone. That's on him. Like, I don't hate him. He doesn't put forth any effort. Like, after him and Amy got to a better place, like, he literally reached out his hand and, like, she had to get up and give him a hug. And they weren't even looking at each other. And it's just like. He's so
0: weirdly, like, not affectionate, not visibly into anyone. He went from being, like, one of my favorites. And when things didn't work out with him and Trina, I was like, that's too bad, but you know what? You're not going to be into everyone. Like, I have to accept that. Then, like, he's being all weird with Amy. He just has, like, the weirdest relationships. And I think there's something, like, weird with him. I think he's, like, a weird guy. I
1: think he's a weird guy, too. And it's just disappointing because we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for
0: we you. We were all fucking rooting for Jeremy. And now I'm so, like, blase about him. I don't even, like, care.
1: Yeah. So I need to continue catching up. But that was just, like, something that was really bothering me. And I wanted to, like, see what if people online, like, were agreeing. But then I would have seen, like, a million other spoilers.
0: Spoilers. No, no, no. Being behind on Love Island is so dangerous. Like, I was one episode behind one (laughs) one on TikTok the Love Island TikTok posted a spoiler like it wasn't a spoiler because it aired it aired but like my god give us a day like you're on five days a week like not everyone is going to be keeping up to the you know to the minute
1: yeah I understand it
0: wasn't like a huge spoiler um, but I was like I was so mad at myself you know
1: yeah Damn. Okay. Damn. Well, I'm going to continue with that. There's no Beverly Hills on tonight. Is that what you had said? Yeah,
0: I read that somewhere,
1: and I have no idea why. But
0: again, like I'm constantly reading things that are lying to me. So much like the podcast reviews that we read all the time, we don't know anything about anything. So it might be on.
1: We know some stuff. I
0: also read it. Okay, Jillian yeah, also read. That I saw a meme
1: that it wasn't on this. Me year.
0: too. That's when I say I read. I saw a meme.
1: Okay. Cool. 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 Christian Grace. now. Yep. Okay. So that's our source. And if you have an issue with what we read then check
0: the bibliography okay
1: check the bibliography thank you
0: and then check yourself
1: Um. No, but that'll give us time to catch up on Olympics, Love Island, etc. Yeah. And I finished my book last night, Ship of Dreams. Nothing really new to report. I I just feel like you don't really care about like the Titanic factoids that I was that I would want to share. Spit some more. I'll let you know if I, I, care. I didn't even bring my Kindle with my highlights. Like I didn't even. Oh, I didn't mean to discourage you. <laughs> and maybe if I get like, if there's like some commotion from. Was the there any
0: commotion when you initially announced your journey into the Titanic?
1: But I wasn't really late But it wasn't
0: overwhelming but I like, just
1: Maybe I didn't see it Yeah for know? sure for sure. I was busy yeah. So Things happen But other than that For me I feel prepared To get into What we need to get into
0: I actually feel like A really exciting day Ahead of me Do you now? I don't know if I told you Actually I don't know If I should spoil it Like it's not my It's on my news to share
1: Oh, I'm, oh yeah! It's not your news. It's sure. not my news. Take okay, a yeah. seat.
0: You'll see it on my Instagram later. I'm just really excited to be a part of someone's special day.
1: I'm excited for you, Thank and you. you'll tell us all about it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Great. But, okay, I'm so glad I didn't spoil it. I don't know if that was like appropriate or not.
1: Yeah, I, I could. It could go either way, but err on the side of caution. For sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. We're just like so secretive. Oh you my know, god, like, a secret whatever. personal. Secret, project. secret, secret, secret. Secret. So many secrets. So many jackhammers. Um, should we dive in? I think we should dive in to the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Because I feel as though you need to know them. I really do.
0: Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Framebridge. Here's how it works so you can be styling, whiling, living it up in the city. Framebridge makes it easy and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to photos sitting on your phone, you can Framebridge just about anything. You can frame all the fun memories you collect this summer from photos, ticket stubs, coasters, and more. Here's how it works. Go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging... To safely mail in your physical pieces, preview the item online in dozens of different frame styles, gallery wall layouts. You'll choose your favorite, or you can get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver you finished your finished piece directly to your door. Instead of hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners can get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge when they use code TOAST. They also are opening up a couple um, in-person stores in New York, D.C., Atlanta, and Philly. Boston and Chicago are coming soon. The framing industry is so archaic, so outdated, and FrameBridge is just like bringing the framing industry into the 21st century. It's so affordable, and it's really stunning and good quality. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use the promo code TOAST to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com promo code TOAST. Framebridge.com promo code TOAST.
1: As you guys know, I have a stunning photo framed of myself yeah. in my room from Framebridge. But you know what? That is a great gift. If like you were to take like a really great photo of someone and then you were to send it to them, that's a really good gift. Idea. You know what
0: my favorite thing to do is like when I'm staying at someone's house? like. Mm. When I went to Brian's, um, I noticed he had lots of photos of his friends and none of me. So I went to Frame Ridge and framed a couple photos of us. And then I brought it as a housewarming gift that makes me look like a nice guest. And then I finally get a place in his home. It's mutually beneficial. Yeah, it was really, like, offensive. Yeah, but you you righted that wrong. That's my favorite thing to do. I did it to my friend Anna too. Like I got her these stunning photos of us, like from high school, middle school, all grown up. And I'm like, for you, but like it's for me because I went to her house and there was not a fucking picture of me.
1: Yeah, no, I think that works really out for everyone. If someone brought me pictures, I don't care what they look like. Like that's fun that there's I, pictures.
0: I know. I love um, having pictures in my home. For a while, I feel like we've spoken about this. I had like no pictures in my house of like my family or like me.
1: I I now have some pictures in my house. Me Zach too. has made sure of it, but. It was never a priority for me.
0: Yeah, like, if you walked into my home, it's like a mausoleum. Like, you don't know who lives here. It's, yeah. It's a ghost haunting the halls.
1: Yeah. Also, with Framebridge, it does make it so easy. Like, I really don't want to have to go to the store, print out my photos, and then, like, buy a frame that, ma- that well, matches.
0: Well, we're not doing that. That's right. why. So,
1: I guess with the advent of Framebridge was when I got my shit together. Yeah. You know? Totally. Okay, first story, big Olympics news. Simone Biles withdraws from Olympic individual all-around gymnastics competition after team opt-out okay, this is the second half of the story that we reported on yesterday, which when we reported it, I was still a little confused. But then watching it last night, like, I understand. Yeah, I understand it's what actually happened.
0: really confusing to understand the Olympics because we're getting secondhand information and we're not watching it until about 12 hours later. What had happened with Simone happened yesterday at 6.45 a.m. Right. So we're reading all these reports from, like, E! News. Nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. And then at 8 p.m., it was on and you got to see exactly what happened. Exactly she was what happened. clearly unwell.
1: Yeah, so Simone will also not participate in the Women's Gymnastics Individual All-Around this week, USA Gymnastics announced in a statement on Wednesday. The announcement came after she unexpectedly bowed out of the Women's Gymnastics team final on Tuesday night at the Tokyo Olympics. Quote, after further medical evaluation, Simone Biles has withdrawn from the final Individual All-Around competition at the Tokyo Olympics in order to focus on her mental health. Simone will continue to be evaluated daily to determine whether or not to participate in next week's individual event finals. The oh, sta- so there's
0: still... I'm that, holding out hope. Obviously, that confused
1: me because I thought it's like we do the team and then we do the in- individual. I guess there's
0: multiple individuals, and so if Simone doesn't compete. Does that mean an alternate gets to compete?
1: Jade Carey, who had the ninth, oh, she's great, she, but she had the ninth highest score in oh. the qualifications. Will participate in her place in the all-around. She's at the Olympics because she qualified in an in- individual spot. Yes,
0: but there, are, but there are also like a bunch of other alternates. And Michaela Skinner didn't make it, so like she technically could no, yeah, but she didn't qualify at the Olympics.
1: So it's going to be Jade, and I mean. That's a great opportunity for her. Yes. I feel like an alternate,
0: like, never gets... Yeah, never... Never gets to play because, like, who would ever not compete? But Simone is making a historic decision for herself... She is. ...to not move forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, as we saw last night, she did her vault, and it did not go as planned for her. She got her lowest vault Olympic score ever. And, you know,
0: Nastia Liukin actually explained it really well, what had happened, because she said, when you, like, fly through the air with the greatest of ease, like, you need to have spatial awareness. You need to understand where you are in your routine, where you are in regards to the floor. And for the most part, like, if you're a professional like Simone, you know exactly what's happening where you are. But you can get, like, a case of, like, the disease, where you kind of get disoriented, and you don't realize, like, where you are so Simone in her head was ready to do it was supposed to be a two and a half twist she ended up doing one and a half because she was about to go into the second one but she was at the floor she didn't realize the floor was there she thought she had more space yeah so it's called the dizzies according to nausea
1: yes and so after that she took herself out of the competition citing mental health um, concerns and she had also said that during the warm-ups she just wasn't like feeling herself she wasn't feeling like herself and uh then she warmed up again five hours later and just she felt like off the whole day and then after that vault she decided to not go forward
0: I have to say I also watched the qualifiers like to make team USA and she seemed off as well and I was like maybe she's just like not giving it her all because like she doesn't want to like exert too much effort like save it for the Olympics but she fell off the beam in the qualifier she was off in the qualifications too But I just kind of wrote that off as, like, preserving her energy. But now looking at the whole picture, seeing kind of every step of the way, it's very clear that she hasn't been in a right state of mind for more than just yesterday, you know? Right. I think it's been a while. And I think a lot of people forget that, like, Simone... Everyone had a hard year, obviously. But Simone also was going through the entire Larry Nassar uh, situation. She was vocal about being one of his abusers. And, no, being a, sorry, a A victim victim of his abuse. And she did an interview um, with her mom about, like, the process of coming to terms with that and, like, sharing that she was one of the girls. Um, So it's just a lot. And And I hear everyone being like, she can't, like, just, like, stop. Like, yeah. Oh, and by the way, we had discussed yesterday how Michael Phelps was probably going to reach out to her. And Michael Phelps, he's, you know, the swimming correspondent. He did.
1: Okay, good. Also, I read somewhere that he said that the extra year, the COVID year, was hard, was bad for the veterans, but good for the younger. They're a year older. Right. But for younger, um, newer athletes, like they had an extra year to perfect their craft. They're better this year than they were last Grace year. Grace McCollum
0: said, like, if I didn't have this year, I probably wouldn't have made the Olympics. Right.
1: So I'm sure like all of these factors go into, you know, Simone's decision and also, I think Snitch had sent me that one of the reasons Simone decided to come back to the Olympics was because yes. she is the last teammate who is a survivor of Dr. Larry Nasser's abuse and she doesn't and she wants to keep the pressure on USA Gymnastics to like be held accountable and it's just that makes me so sad that like you, know. that she still doesn't feel like and because I don't really feel like there's been any repercussions within no. the gymnastics community aside from you know the the Larry himself but so many people were Protected involved him. and like new, and I'm sure these girls went to people high up in the organization, and it was just like swept under the rug. And so she feels the, that burden of responsibility to make sure that there's justice for the girls. But why can't there just be justice for the girls? A hundred percent. I saw that interview. It's the same
0: interview. She was. You should watch it. Actually, her and her mom. She said like one of the big reasons I'm here is because like you can't ignore me, and if I'm still talking about Larry Nasser and USA Gymnastics involvement in the situation, like we we can't sweep it under the rug anymore. So. It's an incredibly like brave thing to do. I think her interest right now is like protecting future gymnasts. But like honestly, fuck USA Gymnastics. Like, Seriously. See, I feel so torn because like I want, like I really care about the girls and like I want them all to like win gold. And I know it's so important to them. But like I kind of want USA Gymnastics to lose. Like fuck you. Like you. This is what happens when you don't protect the girls. Yeah. But like I want the girls to win their medals. You know, I'm feeling torn.
1: I just we need some action. We need some firings over at USA Gymnastics. I just More feel like anyone who was involved in <laughs> this. Um, horrible situation like must go
0: no I agree and like I I'm firing for sure but like I'm ready for some people to go to jail
1: oh that that too but i like ready I wonder if Simone is like competing and uh, for USA Gymnastics when there are people there who maybe some of the girls went to to confide in who didn't have their back
0: yeah and you know what's really interesting I think that like we'll see a, a whole new side of Simone when she's officially done with the Olympics because if you're competing on behalf of USA Gymnastics you have to behave a certain way because you're going to the gymnastics you're going to the Olympics with them but when she's officially out of like USA gymnastics rule and like she's just like a celebrity I think her voice is going to be like even 10 times more powerful I think she's going to speak on things like in a much more direct and real way but right now she's still technically a part of the organization
1: yeah that is true so then last night Jordan Child stepped in for Simone I thought she did an amazing job
0: I felt really sad for her because I think she like from what I could
1: see they
0: were like They had a a strong chance. After Simone was out, they did beam and they did bars and they had a real chance. And then Jordan did her floor routine and she fell really hard and the announcers were like, there's no way they can win now. But like, it's important for everyone to remember, like Jordan did a balance routine and a a balance beam routine and a bars routine that she was not supposed to do. I don't even know if she had rehearsed it. Like she was filling in for Simone. I'm sure she was fucking tired.
1: Yeah, no, she did her absolute best. Which was great. Which was great. I thought that... It was it was a great performance. I thought Suni Lee just put the whole country on her back. Suni motherfucking Lee. Oh my god, every, every trick, everything, everything was Shh. was fantastic. And
0: you know what? I feel like I really know the girls now. And and I think a major shout out needs to go to Grace McCollum because she she's not the best, but she's so steady and she's, she's solid. So solid and so good. And I feel like she gets like forgotten about because she's not like Simone and like Suny Lee's like the shiny new. But like Grace McCollum is a true reliable team member. Yeah. She just always she never does like the best, most, craziest. She always does really, really good.
1: That's great. That's that you always need like a steady. Yeah, you do need a steady is she was incredible. Oh my God. Spectacular. But you know who else was spectacular? The Russians. Oh my God. The most gorgeous That last floor routine. Oh and when she knew that she nailed it so
0: Russia is competing as the ROC, R-O-C. the Russian Olympic Committee, because they were
1: disqualified for doing like for steroids. doping in p- previous Olympics. Yes, and I just feel like let's test the girls. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I just like was so bummed. Like, obviously, a silver medal is
1: amazing, but like, we crushed gymnastics. Like, I, no, but they deserved it. Like, one hundred Their performances. I mean, there was a lot of like beam slip up. Oh, the beam was turned. <laughs> like, everyone was just like sliding off the beam. Yes. Yeah, and when they would do the replay, and you see you see the girls' faces when they realize that they're they about, have to jump. No, yeah, that they're not about to stay on this beam. Like it's so upsetting no i know and like the beam like
0: really keeps me up at night. like it's so dangerous like there's no need I for just, people to be like doing
1: flips on a beam i just wonder if any of those any of the gymnasts in the in tokyo right now if beam is their favorite no way or does every i just feel like everyone's like i can't wait to get beam
0: over with uh, there's no way that anyone like craves <laughs> the beam i a hundred percent
1: yeah I, the What's your favorite? It's so stressful. Floor for me. And I just, every time I see a floor, I'm just like, TBT, Ally Raisman, Havana Gila.
0: Of course, I literally brought it up to Ben last night. and made him watch a video I on almost YouTube. pulled
1: up the video because I just, that was such an amazing
0: moment. I said to Ben, I'm like, have you seen the Ali Raisman one? He's like, yeah. And he just said that to shut me up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh really? What song did she dance to?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, you know, like the beats. And I'm like, nah. No. Um, but also, Justice for Vault, a... St- Stunning activity.
1: Yeah. It is pretty stunning. And it's over quickly, you know? So it's like, you're not biting your nails. No,
0: the beam, like, it kills me. Like, and we used to do, I mean, everyone did gymnastics growing up. But, like, the beam was, like, traumatizing. It's so fucking dangerous. My kids are not getting on the beam.
1: No, I, I agree. I mean, obviously, it's a sign of immense talent.
0: Core, balance, even, like, those okay the wolf turns do you know what those are yeah
1: when you're like it's almost like break dancing (laughs) yes
0: yes yes they do it on beam and on floor and it's literally like the hardest thing ever i need gymnastics to get rid i i see those especially on the beam and they give me such a pit
1: yeah no that's not even what gives me a pit it's just like everything else
0: everything and i love how like the dismount on a beam is like the easy part right because it's like it's physically it looks like the hardest but there's really not much balance required because you just like you Run just off. do
1: your thing, but it, they're also probably so excited that it's over.
0: Yeah, no, like they're always on the announcers are always being like, just the dismount. Now it's like, oh, only the <laughs> hardest part.
1: Yeah, so I also I love bars, but just, just going to say is my the bars. Also, there was a Russian um, gymnast. I think she was the youngest one. I think she was sixteen, who did a floor routine that was so cute. Do you see with her dancing? Yes, yes, yes. And she was having so much popping, fun. locking, oh my dropping. God, she was like, kick
0: like this is her. I
1: was just like, You go, girl. I know, I actually feel
0: like sometimes the floor routines are so like routine like they need that's why Havana Gila was so iconic because it's a song most people recognize and like she was really like vibing like sometimes it just feels very robotic
1: I agree but then you've seen stick it and you know that the song can have music but you know there are so many lyrics yeah lyrics there are so many orchestral songs and I think one of the American girls was actually um tumbling to the spider-man um,
0: oh, I'm not familiar. Soundtrack.
1: I only knew that because Zach was like Spider-Man. I was like, I guess. Got
0: it. Got it. Yeah.
1: So I, that's a pretty cool way to, you know, get some, some personality in there. Yeah. I just,
0: I really need some USA gold. It's like not to put too much pressure on the girls, but um, I think when they compete individually, they really are all like so good. Yeah. That I just can't wait. Also, if you're looking for premium fucking Olympic coverage, you have to follow um, Leslie Jones on TikTok.
1: Okay. It is so. Only TikTok?
0: I don't know if she posts them on other platforms, but like, TikTok, she's, like, become obsessed with TikTok. It is, is so premium. No,
1: she's watching, she's filming her TV. But I feel like at the last Olympics, she was there as a correspondent. Why does that sound familiar? She's a huge, sport fan. She's a huge she, sports fan. It's I possible. she was doing Olympics coverage. <clears throat> it's very possible. Yeah, but she probably, like, didn't make the media. But her
0: TikTok is so funny. Like, please, enjoy. Okay. Um, All day yesterday, I was watching, like, literally the most obscure. There was so much equestrian on so boring like it's not horse racing they're just like jumping no not even like the horses are doing like the dougie like it's so (laughs) random i don't really get it it was so boring but i did watch surfing which was fascinating and carissa moore from america won the first olympic medal in surfing by the way you were right yesterday is a brand new sport yeah and um she won the first women's medal for that And, and a really big deal the u.s lost to japan in softball it was like a really big deal yeah then i watched diving synchronized diving oh my god so hard like the woman who was like announcing for nbc like these girls like jumped off they did the literally the exact same flip at the exact same time oh look at that entry oh no that's (laughs) that's a deduction it's like girl shut up like they're literally so in sync it was crazy u.s came in second and these two prodigy teenagers from china who literally When one moved, the other moved. Like, it was Like, looking in a mirror, they won, and they totally deserved it. Then, the swimming. So much trauma. Because it was a lot of, um, like, semifinals... And it's just like, like show us the medals. Still,
1: yeah, show us the medals. I turned on. I watched swimming, and then like Katie Ledecky came in fifth.
0: Oh my god! So Katie Ledecky ran. And she I just, lost. I was just
1: feeling like every time I'm watching, we're not winning. Maybe I should stop watching, and we'll win some.
0: Katie Ledecky swam. and then co- that's what
1: happened. She won 1500 meter. She swam a couple days ago, and there was like this really big younger swimmer from
0: Australia who like really looks up to Katie, and K- Katie lost to her, and it was like a big deal. But Katie came in second, whatever. Then Katie swam again last night and it was like, all right, whatever, she had an off night. She came in fifth. Yeah. And we were like, what's going on? Then they added a brand new um, race, the 1500 free. And basically when you have to qualify for the Olympics and you just like compete in world championships outside of the Olympics, there's always the 1500 free. But it was never in the Olympics, but it's like Katie Ledecky's thing. It's so long. It's 30
1: laps there and back. Like, so it's like one, two, one. Two no no so it's like one. Wait, what are you two. doing? Like there and back is one, or there is one. There and back is one, and thirty of those thirty, 30 and there
0: and back. Yeah, they, they went to a commercial break in the middle of the race. Like it was literally thirty minutes. That's crazy. But she won by a mile, like because it's so Cause her it's thing, like endurance. And then her teammate, she was even more excited for her teammate who swam right behind. Well, not right behind her because Katie was so far ahead of everyone, but came in second got the silver and we just stand like I feel like she's having a hard time and I was trying to google if she was dating anyone because I was just like curious because she's like super famous and basically like what all the articles were like she's not interested like she is focused on her goals 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 so I feel like she's taking these losses you know really hard yeah um so I'm really glad she got that 1500 millimeter win yeah
1: that and that's a big win because that, not is, me- a meter. Meter. Yeah, that is a millimeter meter That is a millimeter I could do <laughs> That is a show of strength.
0: Oh my God, it was so long. I was like, how are these girls not dying? And then they had to do an interview. I'm like, how are they talking? I was thinking, I'm like, if that was me, they had to pull themselves out of the pool afterwards. I'm like, you would literally need to like pull me out on a stretcher. I could not get out of the pool because they, you know, there's not a ladder. Like they just push themselves out. I'm like, holy shit, that's what I was more impressed with.
1: Right. But it's like after everything they've done, like the push is really. It's no, it's nothing. It's nothing for them.
0: So Caleb Dressel did good, um, my boyfriend. So it's just been an exciting. Such an exciting time.
1: I mean, yeah. And with this gymnastic stuff, it's like unprecedented. Everyone's talking about it. And it's really crazy. I look, I I really look forward to seeing what the girls do. I think they, they need a regroup, like, as a team. Because I think when Sim- watching it, like, when Simone left and it was unclear, like, why she was leaving, if she was okay, I think the girls were just like frazzled. Frazzled. But then also, like, Jordan had to go straight to the bars. No, of course. Like, it was so unsettling. And, sh- for and them. she did amazing considering all. I would have been thinking about is like is Simone what's going on with Simone considering she wasn't supposed to do that routine right? when was when do you think the last time she did that routine was I don't know maybe she probably practiced it in the gym but like still right so I just I think once you know team USA and I think now that Simone's head says she's not doing individuals like Jade Carey can get in there they can reset they can reset and I think I'm really looking forward to seeing what they bring
0: yeah um so Olympic coverage constantly coming at you we should be in Tokyo yet here we are So that's that on that.
1: Yeah. But maybe, you know, if we're doing such a good job this year, like we'll be in Paris in 24. Mm -hmm. Or LA 28. I know. I saw that. Well, we could go if we wanted.
0: Yeah. We could just like show up. We could also go to Paris. Nobody supplies over (laughs) there. Like we could just get on the plane.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ready for our next story? Yeah. Paris Hilton says she can't wait to have children after denying pregnancy rumors. So yesterday after we wrapped the toast it came out that Paris Hilton was pregnant, period, you know. Of course,
0: and we we're like we missed the breaking news.
1: Right, we missed the breaking news and you know all day like other media outlets were writing it up and then you know Paris took to her podcast to say no, I'm not. Um she also said that she does want to become a mom. She said I love being a boss babe. I love working hard. I'm running a huge empire. So I'm always focused on my business, but one day when I become a mother, I'm not going to be traveling the way that I used to. It was too much um Paris, guys, it's the true meaning of life. It brings you so much joy and so much love that you can never even have imagined before. I just can't wait for that one day, though. That day is not today. She said she woke up yesterday to about three thousand texts. (laughs) All my iPhones are blowing up. All five of them. Everyone. All my iPhones. Everyone wishing me congratulations and so happy for me. Heard from people I haven't heard from in years. But then she denied it on her episode of This Is Paris podcast.
0: So glad I didn't
1: text her. (laughs) She said one day I can't wait to have a little girl. want to name her London one day there will be a mini Uh, Paris there will be mini Paris and mini Carters but not yet stay tuned for 2022 well
0: I think this was really believable because one in her YouTube documentary when she was like at Nikki's house playing with the kids she talked about how she definitely wants to have kids and then she's been open about um how her and Carter are thinking about or starting the IVF process right so I actually wasn't surprised by it at all
1: and they are doing IVF currently right she is not
0: but like she's not pregnant yet. yet. Okay, so I just feel like speculating about people's pregnancies is really weird. Like, I'm,
1: Where did this this come from? You know, let,
0: let's say it was like a super valid report. Like, I think people should be able to announce their pregnancies when they want.
1: I agree with that.
0: Like, on their social media or whatever. I, and I did
1: think we were done, like, with this sort of thing.
0: Yeah, like, this is so archaic. Especially
1: considering it wasn't true. Right, and if and you're gonna make And if you're gonna, like, blow up someone's spot, make sure it's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, this kind of reminds me of one of my biggest like pits Mm. is when i announced on the toast instagram and i got a really um really like solid source told me that um mj from shaw's was pregnant right and she literally commented on the post no i'm not and then i took it down because i was like so pit inducing and then she announced the next day. But she wanted to make her own announcement. She was 100% right and I was wrong.
1: And that's a learning lesson. It,
0: I learned such... I, had, I, was, I remember I was at the US Open and I literally had the biggest pit of my entire life. I will never do that again. And we've gotten a lot of like really... Solid pregnancy tips, and I've never posted them. Like, I someone gave me a really good tip. Catherine McPhee was pregnant before she was, and like, I just didn't post it. Like, it's not my business.
1: No, it's not your business, and it's just so personal. Also, sometimes you have to learn stuff the hard way because, like, telling someone you shouldn't say that about a pregnant person before they're you're like, okay, yeah, sure, but like, you you'll never forget that pit ever, and that pit lives with you, and that pit is constantly teaching you. And I'm
0: so grateful that she still like is my friend because like I was so she had like an exclusive with people. She's like, you're blowing up my fucking spot. Like, stop. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: I'm really sorry, MJ. Like, it, if only you know, like, that's, like, on the list of things that, like, keep me up at night.
1: But I just think when someone feels that badly about something, it's on the list of things that keeps them up at night. Like, we have no choice. You've like, made peace with kid. it. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, it's, like, I don't want to add to you or anything Like, no matter what I say, you're going to feel bad. I'm not going to add to that.
0: Yeah. You know? And, like, you know, Shams is, like, four now. Maybe we can move past
1: it. <laughs> no. Still fresh. Never. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for our next story? It's um, it's some pretty crazy bathing habits news that I'm really looking forward to.
0: PCBHN?
1: That I'm really looking forward to getting your
0: thoughts on. Well, it's the PCBHN brought to you by PG Public Goods. Um, All right, you guys, Public Goods is the one-stop shop. Everything you need for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials that are made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They sell everything from coffee, toilet paper, shampoo, pet food. I happen to love their hand soap, their olive oil, and their service cleaner. It is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So rather than buying a bunch of single product brands, public goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one beautiful place with a streamlined aesthetic. They search the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products that are all ethically sourced. They obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still common um, in drug and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. So all their products that I currently use smell so good. The hand soap is in my guest bathroom. Divine. The surface cleaner, like, I'm a Nebella. Like, I'm so constantly just, like, cleaning my surfaces. Surfaces who? Bacteria who? The bottles, like, you can actually leave them out on your counter. I usually don't like to have, like, a soap. I like to put it in like a jar, you know, yeah. but everything they make is like stunning. I think that's like a cornerstone of their brand. Like we only make stunning products Yeah, and
1: aesthetically pleasing. And all of our products look nice together, whether it's a kitchen item, whether it's a food item, like these things can coexist.
0: And so like, once you become a member, you just get everything from there. And then everything in your house looks like Nobella's house. Um, and we've got a great deal for the, our listeners. If you want to get $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase, they are so confident they, that you will love their products and come back again and again, that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase Right now, you can receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You literally have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash toast and use the code toast at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash toast to receive $15 off your first order. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is important.
1: Yes, it is. Okay, next story. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher raise eyebrows after revealing their family's bathing habits. Okay, I saw this. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are making headlines after chatting about their family's bathing habits during a recent interview on Dax Shepard and Monica Padman's podcast, Armchair Expert. The subject came up when Dax explained his ongoing argument with Monica that she should not wash her body with soap. He said you should not be getting rid of all the natural oil on your skin with a bar of soap every day. It's insane. Um, I don't know if I... agree with that well mila kunis and action kutcher do they said i don't watch she said i don't wash my body with soap every day but i wash pits and tits and holes and soles as for her husband he said i wash my armpits and my crotch (laughs) daily Um, Daily and nothing else ever he said i got a bar of lever 2000 that just delivers every time nothing else and then Monica was speaking for all of us. Who the Sur- fuck
0: is Monica? It's
1: Dax's co-host. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. okay, okay. Was surprised by the revelation. She said, "I can't believe I'm in the minority here of washing my whole body in the shower with soap." She said, "Who taught you not to wash?" <laughs> And Mila said it became it began as a matter of circumstance. She said I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. Then she said the habit continued when she became a mom. When I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. I wasn't the parent that bathes my newborns ever. Shepard then noted that he and Chris and Bell only bathe their own then newborn daughters as part of a nighttime routine. We could care less about their cleanliness, he said. We haven't washed them since it's been like six years. Mila Kunis said that's how we feel about our children. We're like oof, something smells. <laughs> While it seemed like the star was joking, Kutcher weighed in with this. He said, "Here's the thing: if you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point." Okay, so I
0: just want to say, like, and I feel like I've actually had this conversation with Ben, like, when we're drunk. Like, it is crazy that, like, you know, people survive for millions of years, like, with like taking monthly baths, like that. But we we have evolved. Like evolution is a thing. And like we now live in a society where you have to shower every day. Like and trust me, it's hard. I hate showering. But I'm not subscribing to this weird alternative like Hollywood free thinking way of living. Like I'm going to shower and so are
1: my kids. And if that makes me a bad mom, then so be it. Well, here's the thing. I do think on a necessity level, like you don't need to shower every single day like for cleanliness sake. And also like if you say you were to even do every other day, then like then you're getting the dirt off and you're clean. But, and also, it's not really even dirt. Like, what dirt are you accumulating? But for me, showering is a mental thing. Like, it's just part of my routine. It's not like I'm so dirty I need to shower. It's just like, time to shower.
0: Oh, no. For me, it's like, don't want to start smelling. Time to shower.
1: Oh, no. Like, if I missed a shower one day, like, it would only just mess with my head. Like, my body is fine.
0: Oh, that's so funny. I'm the opposite. Like, I love not showering, but, like, then when I do the next day, I just feel like a like a layer of stick, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, like, uh, like, actually, physically, you don't need to, like, use soap every single day. It's probably, like, not great for you, but I just love it.
0: No, and, like, when it comes to kids, I guess, like, I can understand, like, if a kid doesn't smell, like, why do you need to shower? Like, I actually... I can see that, but like as grown people who are have agency over their, you know, lives, I think we should all be showering.
1: I agree. And trust also- me,
0: this pains me to say I hate Shower. Oh,
1: I love it so much. But I, I think newborns—they obviously like what are they doing? Their feet don't even hit the floor. Like totally. they are not accumulating dirt. Maybe they get
0: hot. I don't know.
1: So they don't need a shower, like a bath all the time. And I don't think they get baths all I think the time once a week. But I think kids need. I think kids are probably accumulating more dirt than adults. They're eating in paste, there foraging, picking their nose, eating their boogers, putting their fingers in the up their butts. I think these kids should be showering. I, really I agree. Do. I
0: actually think like middle schoolers are probably the most disgusting. Human I think beings we're talking about like six, seven. Is that still. not middle school? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm in <laughs> elementary school. Yeah, kindergartners.
0: No, like no. I think kindergartners are uh, cl- cleaner than like a fourth grader.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Fourth They're,
0: graders are disgusting.
1: You know, from experience?
0: No, like, honestly, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely want to have kids. But, like, kids are so gross sometimes. Like...
1: Yeah, they, they really do the Even your things. own. It's
0: like, other kids, yeah, but mine... No, yours too. Like, they're all just, like, gross. And then they get, like, this weird, ugly stage, you know? <laughs> like, where they're just, like, weird and they have, like, little hair on their lip. I don't know. I'm just, like, nervous. Because, like, <laughs> yes, all kids are beautiful until they're not,
1: you know? I don't know. Some kids sail right through that, that stage.
0: Very few. Very few, and trust me, it's not going to be me and Ben's.
1: No, but like you'll you'll always know. It's like I don't know. I feel like you're just really scarred by Bran Stark. And yes, that's exactly because other talking than about. that, like I really don't look at kids and I'm like, you're in an ugly stage.
0: Oh, you gotta start looking at life that way. It's so much fun.
1: Oh no, I really don't think about it that way ever. And maybe like the parents can't see it
0: because like you're so in love with your child that like even when they're in their ugly stage, like they're always beautiful to you. But I'm just very logical, and I know ugly. You know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But Kayla will never have an ugly phase in her life, never. Exactly,
1: and that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, yeah, And that's how you will feel. Yeah. Like, for sure. Anyways, um, I love to shower, but, you know, to (laughs) each their own.
0: No, I just didn't know this was a thing, you know, like in Hollywood. Like, we're not using soap. Since when did soap become, like, so outdated?
1: Yeah, and tits and pits and holes and souls, Like, that's so crazy. You know, like, imagine. It's crazy that there's, like, a song for it. And, yeah,
0: like, it's crazy she came up with a phrase. (laughs) Like, a catchphrase to explain, like, why she doesn't, like shower Yeah, that's just not how I was raised. We are so privileged to live in a country with a, n- so much running water, so many options for soap. Yeah, and I'm not going to take advantage of that. No, I am going to take advantage of that. I won't take it for granted.
1: No, me neither. I love, I love soap.
0: I just love cleanliness.
1: I wonder how they feel about hand washing. Then, like, do they wa- then they're t- probably not the kind of people who wash their hands ever- after every time they go to the bathroom.
0: And you know what that makes them? Super <laughs>
1: Are you ready for our next story? It's a little unnecessary reboot news that nobody asked for. Ugh, what now? Pretty Little Liars is coming to oh, HBO Max. The reboot casts Bailey Madison in the lead. Bailey. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Sorry. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Bailey, Bailey.
0: You just said like like, <laughs> like a lamb.
1: ba. I could. <laughs> Are we going to walk off? I'm walking off. Okay. Like, I can't get away with anything. <laughs> <laughs> but. I knew I messed it up. <laughs> I'm crying. And I just hoped you know, just let me see. Never, skate never.
0: But. <laughs> can't wait to watch that on the re show, repeat, rewind. Okay,
1: okay. Okay. (laughs) HBO Max's upcoming drama, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, has found its leading lady. They have cast Goodwitch star Bailey Madison in the starring role of Imogen, described as a true survivor. According to Deadline, the revival is a darker and more twisted version of the series, which aired from 2010 to 2017 and was based on the best-selling books by Sarah Shepard. The new show is set set in the present day and features new story arcs and brand new characters, and potentially the option for the characters to call the police when something bad happens. (laughs) Did you write that? I... Do you make that up? Okay. I I'm like, wow, no way. <laughs> um Okay, no, no. You guys, no, the no. show ended yesterday. <laughs> like, why no. not just continue it if you're going to bring it back? This is out of hand.
0: No, this is out of hand. Like, the show was a joke when it was on, and it's a joke in the reboot. Even though I really low key like Bailey Madison. Sorry, Bailey Madison. Oh, I like her so much. Yeah, me too. So I think she's cute. Whatever, but like, just no. Like, stop. Like. Why? Where is the creative energy? Write a new show.
1: No, it is so, so crazy.
0: And it's not a show that people are begging for. Like, people, no. people die. They're like, give us another episode of Friends. So like, they did something stupid with Friends. There's no demand here. So why the supply?
1: No, and also, like, people are still watching the old one. Like, it's still very much, like, you know, something that it you just, just watch on Netflix. It just ended. If you're going to bring it back, also, like, you could use the original cast. Also, like, didn't they have a spinoff on Freeform? right with yeah with sasha Uh uh-huh
0: yeah it's just like they're trying to make it into like this universe you know and like no we don't care yeah like spin-offs reboots like different stories different arcs alternate endings we really don't care like we really don't
1: yeah we really don't i think um this is a no from me me as well um and i just don't know who this is for because i do feel like the fans are pretty little liars like want the integrity of the original show to be kept intact.
0: Yeah. And also the fans of Pretty Little Liars are grown up.
1: Yeah. So it's just, it's so crazy. But
0: remember when that show like was so good for five seconds?
1: No, that show was like so crazy and it made such big stars out of all of them. And uh-huh. it was, it was a great show. It was definitely, but there are so many other. Who do you think is the most famous out of all four? Shay Mitchell. Yeah, me too. Um, there are so many other like books and series out there that could be made into shows. Like, Get on it. Totally. You know? Totally. Like, there's good stuff. Every time I read a book, I'm like, this should be a movie. Get to work.
0: No, by the way, I literally feel that about every book.
1: Right? But then the movie happens, and I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you should have left well enough alone. Yeah. Okay, our fifth and final story is a little bit of, of sad end of an era news. Sad end of an era news. Okay. Thank you. Now I feel ready. feel at peace, yeah. PBS children's show Arthur will be ending after 25 seasons. Arthur's still on? It looks like everyone's favorite anthropomorphic aardvark is finally retiring his iconic yellow sweater and fist.
0: <laughs> Arthur,
1: <laughs> Arthur, the longest-running children's cartoon in the U.S. history, is slated to end next year after its upcoming 25th season. But why? In, in the winter of 2022, the 25th and final season of Arthur... Will debut. I'm really not looking forward to the year of 2022. No, you
0: shouldn't. No, honestly, I didn't even know. You can't lose something you never had. So, like, I never knew the show. The show was still on. I thought it was like a relic. I thought it was on for like five minutes when I was a kid.
1: No, totally. And also, the news was first dropped during an episode of the podcast called "Finding DW" with a writer and editor who originally developed the program from PBS.
0: A podcast making news. You love this. You knew there
1: was a. You know, DW is like Arthur's gal.
0: I only know that because there's a, a sound on TikTok that went viral. Hey, DW. That's DW.
1: Oh, cutie. Uh, she's very familiar to and me. And she's very famous in the meme world. Yeah, yeah, As yeah, yeah. is Arthur's Fist.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, it's said that it's ending. But again, I just found out that there's 25 seasons. So it's technically good news for me. Right. What's the TikTok sound? Hey, DW. Hey, Mom. Why are you touching my stuff? I don't know. It's like a random TikTok sound. I Oh, Arthur's sister
1: <laughs> and gal,
0: and people say we don't know what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> that's um, cute. I'm happy for them. I love th- siblings. So
0: that's the longest running TV show, and like I'm just cartoon Sponge SpongeBob. SpongeBob
1: is still around for sure. I don't know. Can we get a
0: a season check on SpongeBob? Yeah. SpongeBob
1: started in 1999.
0: 1999, so but it's but is hasn't it hasn't been on? 25 years. Oh. So it hasn't even been... It's been like 22. So. So, when it's so. so basically, Spongebob will probably eclipse this record if they go on for three more seasons. If things keep
1: going the way that they're going. For Spongebob
0: this. is so good. What's your favorite episode of Spongebob? Hmm. I, actually
1: think SpongeBob might
0: be over. I actually think Spongebob might be over as well. Like, I think it's not even on the air anymore. But what was your favorite episode? I
1: don't
0: know. The one where Sandy, like, becomes a pop star is really good, but also the one where... Um, who was it like squidward had never had a Krabby patty, and then he like became hooked. Oh. he was addicted, like needed his fix, like eating them out of the dumpster?
1: Oh, so good. That's really sad. Yeah. I relate to squidward one
0: hundred percent
1: like those annoying fucking sponges
0: um totally.
1: Um, so those are the best five stories, correct? Yes, I feel as though you need to know them. I feel as though as well. um
0: all right, we've got a TV recap for the first time in a while because the real house is in New York. Unfortunately, we're on television (laughs) last night. Um, And the TV recap is brought to you by Coors Pure. Do you ever feel like having a balanced lifestyle is hard? Like you try so hard to keep up with what is considered balance. You push yourself every day, getting better and better, but it can be overwhelming. Well, enter Coors Pure. Organic, but chill about it. The new Coors Pure is a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. At 92 calories and zero sugar, it is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to coursepurecom slash toast to see where you can find Coors Pure. That's coursepurecom slash toast. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Thank
1: Are you, you making fun that. of the
0: way I was saying Course Pure?
1: No, I wouldn't do that to you.
0: Okay. Real Housewives of New York. So let's just like, it's so pathetic. Okay. There were two things happening. One was this birthday party that was like literally full of five people, um, and then the song. And I have to say, I did get a serotonin boost. Like the whole, I'm depressed watching Real Housewives of New York. It's so depressing, but watching them all sing was actually a great joy. And I have to say, who did you think was the best? Leah. Oh, I thought Ramona was actually like pretty good. Ramona was horrible. No, okay. While she didn't have pitch, she had like ruach
1: yeah no but her voice was I think the worst even though they all have really bad voices I thought that Leah's was the most pleasant but it's really crazy how they each like none of them could carry a tune you no know, it's crazy you but will- I'm so but wasn't this last Christmas right where's the song
0: maybe she's holding out for next or maybe we'll find out why but she didn't end up releasing
1: the song no I've never heard that song there's no music video no yeah but
0: what are your thoughts on the whole like legal thing like I kind of too agree with Leah like It's weird that there's no release or anything,
1: Um, but, like, everything Luann does is janky. Like, just accept it. Right. It's not that she's, like, being um, shady. shady. She's just being janky. And I do agree with Leah. Like, you know, you got to protect your bases. But, what would like, she's not getting a release form from Luann. So either do the song or don't do the song.
0: Yeah, and I didn't really understand her logic because she wants to protect herself from what? Like, what liability is there singing on a song?
1: Um, okay, so she said, like if the song say it was using a sample of another song and they like owe, you know oh, money yeah. on that, or say, when this happens with songs that you know it turns out it sounds too much like another song and then you could be sued. is everybody on the song liable in that case? Like, yeah, it's not the worst question. No,
0: no, it's not. And I actually thought it was like a pretty reasonable request, like can we just sign a release is there like a contract or anything but something about the way leah goes about everything just bothers me like yeah but it's not even what she's doing
1: gets like so defensive she goes from zero to 100 and she just starts like not even answering the questions and just starts like slinging insults that it's not a conversation no and
0: she becomes like so she veers the conversation like you don't think i'm trustworthy that's not what we said
1: no and also i did think leah made a good point like this song could come out and you know a few
0: it could go viral on tiktok and literally become a huge song
1: in five years do does fortune still get in perpetuity like when does the donation end right no these were
0: all fair questions and that's why i was struggling because like if somebody else had asked it i would be like yeah like what the fuck i find leah so irritating like i can't stand by her for any for shit yeah i can't i agree um then there was this party which was so bizarre and so weird and honestly, when Leah was like, I want to be in charge of the cakes, I had no idea what she was doing. And I actually really was proud of Ramona for not like giving Leah a reaction because that's exactly what Leah was trying to do. Leah's so like trying to set Ramona up to like look bad. She's
1: obsessed with Ramona. Yes. And like calling her out and like exposing her.
0: And um, and if if Ramona had reacted I, I would have thought she had every right to. Like it's Ramona's party and she's made it very clear for whatever reason she doesn't want to talk about dicks and then she gets a big dick cake like it's so stupid. I was so proud of Ramona for not giving her the slightest reaction. I know
1: but I feel like Ramona it doesn't she's not even like mature enough to be like I'm not going to give her a reaction. I feel like her sometimes she has a reaction and sometimes she doesn't. And there's I don't understand the method of rhyme like or reason. the rhyme or reason to what offends her and what doesn't because she is very you know like sultry and like yeah. she likes to talk about like men she and sex. that man home sometimes, but then the sometimes the way Leah says it, it really offends her. So I don't understand like what her ethos is. No,
0: me neither. Like it's so because I don't
1: think that Dick Cake offended her. I didn't. I don't think she was trying to be cool about it. I think she was just cool with it.
0: I, I don't know, but I just find Leah annoying. Like she's just like doing everything she can to like give Ramona Ramona just looks bad when Ramona reacts. So she's just trying to get a reaction out of Ramona. Yeah. I feel like she's very sneaky, Leah. Like, I really am, like, hating her.
1: No, she really is so obsessed with trying to take down Ramona, both covertly and overtly, that it's ruining her own development on the show. Because people like Ramona. Ramona... Like, I feel like Ramona's actually having a really good season where, like, she's so integral to the group. Like, she really is... She's one of the few that, like, you know, wants a party and drink, and it's, like, down to do all of these things. And... Leah just doesn't get that. She doesn't get why people like Ramona so much. Yeah,
0: totally. And also,
1: I do think, in general, Ramona's reactions are, you you question them, you're like, is this genuine, is this not? But then, when we were watching, in last week's episode, the seance, Mm -hmm. and when her brother was brought up, and the way that she reacted, which was obviously so genuine, this is something that deeply plagues her, but her, her similar... Her reaction, you know, physically and just like the thing she was saying was like, was a lot. And it was, but it's very much how she reacts reacts with other things. So it it just, she's just unlike other people. She's not like other girls. She's not like other housewives. You know, so like, I I just felt like that was actually a really interesting window into like her actual soul and how she feels and how she reacts in a genuine way. And I'm like, oh, then all those other times were also genuine. They just look strange.
0: Totally. Um, I did think it was, like, incredibly bizarre for Ebony to invite all the women to Black Shabbat, which I want to talk about, in front of Bershon when Bershon was not invited. Like, why not just send a text?
1: Um, Yeah. Well, she obviously, like, started. She thought she was alone. Then Bershon came. She shouldn't have continued what she was saying. She should have switched the shots. It was
0: so painful. But also,
1: why can't Bershon come? Well, because Ebony said that
0: all the women, most of the people at the Shabbat are black, and they're the black people she's been to Israel with. And I guess that doesn't include Bershawn. But like, why can't Bershawn come? But I guess like COVID too. I guess it's one that, more person. They're no, already the, She in was, the, was using COVID as like... They're a, already
1: in the same pod.
0: I don't think Ebony likes Bershawn.
1: I like Bershawn a lot. Me too. And I loved how... I mean, I watched last week's and this week's together. I oh. loved how she just owned that. She was a little out of line in what she said. She but, said, I acted familiar and we are not familiar. And I was like, that's exactly what it's happened.
0: That's a perfect way to phrase it. Yeah. Um, Sonia, like, I'm really struggling with her because I feel like the advice that Ebony is, like, empowering her with is good, but it's also, like, making her into, like, a monster. Yeah. Sonia's becoming, like, a dictator.
1: Like... Yeah. I just feel like Ebony and Leah, they don't, like... Understand. They don't understand Sonia. It's just like how Bershon came in in the first day. They were like, you know, Sonia's, like, this open book and you really feel connected to her and then you also realize she's a broken record. Yeah. And it's... they, They think that... They don't understand the depth of the issue. And I actually feel like in their own weird way, Ramona and Luann do. And they try to, even though they put her down and they speak to her in sometimes ways that she should not be spoken to. I'm sure it's frustrating being friends with Sonia.
0: Of course. No. And like all this empowerment Leah and Ebony are giving Sonia is going to bite them in the ass because she's not doing well.
1: No, she's not doing well. And it's technically good advice. You know, you should like. Don't
0: let anyone walk all over you. But she's
1: not applying it. In, in the
0: normal, right way. Right. Um, cannot wait for Black Shabbat.
1: Yeah, I'm really... So It's interesting. not next week, though. It's oh, not why? next week. Be- I just watched the previews, and it wasn't then. So, so we're talking
0: must- about Black Shabbat, and then it's not even next week. No. What the hell else could there be? There's literally nothing going on in the screen. I forget what
1: the previews had, but it wasn't Black Shabbat.
0: Okay, well, I was really looking forward to that. Um,
1: Stay looking forward.
0: Yeah, I guess. It was just, like, fine. It's such a bad show. Like... Yeah it's not
1: good it's not good i do hope where sean becomes full-time because i also feel like right now the women are writing her off like oh this woman won't be around for right, a while. crazy lady who but i do think people like her love and i think she adds a lot to the show Need and to see her home and her like want
0: to know about her british banking ex-husband right and
1: every time we find out some information about her personal life or her past like it's so fascinating
0: yes i mean even just her story of being 13 years free from cancer like Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Learn more. So it's just like, meh.
1: It's, yeah.
0: And that's all I watched because I was just like so engrossed in the Olympics. But I did catch a couple minutes of Tyler Cian watched Weapons Live with Luen Laseps, And he looked great. He did great. I was so proud of him. I feel like in an unofficial capacity, like I really trained him for that moment. Yeah. I, he didn't even know who Luann was before he met me, okay? No,
1: I watched a few minutes. It was, it was a pleasure to watch. And his girlfriend was there. His girlfriend was there, was there and Matt was there and Tyler called both of them his soulmates. Oh. Because um, Andy was like, do you believe in soulmates? And he's like, yeah, I got two right there.
0: Oh my, that's so sweet. I'm sure his girlfriend was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> no, stop.
0: <laughs> no, it's nice. Yeah, sure.
1: But now they have to like, get married.
0: Um, well, it's been a pleasure sitting here with you. You as well. Um, Always is. Right late. And that's it. That is it. Thank you pure. guys.
1: Would you like to wrap up? No, you can. I'll be thinking of an emoji.
0: Okay, yeah, please. Th-
1: for my next Instagram caption, because I'm always posting premium content at Jackie Ashray.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox. All the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Chills. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day.
1: Truly. Truly. Okay, you guys. Um, the emoji is a fist emoji in commemoration of Arthur and its last yes, season. Yes. Fist. Tis. Fist for Arthur. Have a
0: great day, you guys. Love you. Love you.